Welcome to Cursed, a bi-weekly podcast that investigates the liminal spaces, from everyday witchcraft to the haunted and the phantasmic. Hang out with us as we explore our personal experiences with the unknown and celebrate our craft. my drink okay because i was like get me the fuck on this interweb before i get too drunk (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm on a level but so i was trying to think like oh fuck what are we gonna talk about for hex files why am i even inviting you here because this is hex files week and patreon Mm. bonus episode week so i've got a lot of work to do tomorrow <laughs> um, night after work. But, um, you know, we did our podcast blackout, which mm-hmm. go listen if you haven't, because we have some resources for you guys in those show notes on Patreon for free. Um, yep. Links in our bio on Twitter and Instagram of ways you can help and donate. We're still donating. We're still donating <laughs> all of June's Patreon earnings. Um, I think we're at about 700. So if you guys want to, uh, contribute to the Cursed Coven's effort. That's great, but even better, donate directly. Um, I think we decided that we were going to donate to like Charlotte Bell Funds and the Homeless Trans Women Out of Atlanta Fund. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check that out because um, we're still doing this. Just because we're back doing this shit doesn't mean we forgot or we're pretending that we were on a hashtag um what do you call it fad yes so i am also hearing my neighbors who sound like they are listening to anime porn again so how do you know that they're just listening and not doing it i mean i don't how do you know your neighbors aren't anime well i've seen (laughs) (laughs) are your neighbors real (laughs) well As some of you may have heard, we got, me and Tamara got COVID-19. From work. That's the highest number right now. We got it from work, and so we've spent two weeks, it's been over two weeks now. We're back at work and still dealing with, like, some side effects, like fatigue and... um, Body aches. Confusion. Confusion, yes. (laughs) Loss of taste and smell, that has sucked. Let me tell you. Oh God, I can only imagine. We, um, you lost it first, and then I'm like, oh, I, I'm not, I'm at like fifty percent, and then it was like gone, and I'm like, oh God, <laughs> this is awful. It's jarringly gone. It's like being in the dark almost. You, yeah, it really is a loss of a sense. It's. But the weird thing is, they they're like, oh, we don't even know if it'll come back. Right. So. I'm getting run back a little bit. Like, I smelled hand sanitizer today a little bit. Ooh, that's progress. Yeah. I can kind of taste the lime in this gin and tonic I'm drinking. That's good. Yeast. Yeast. Yeah. So, other things, like, you can taste bitter. It makes me wonder, like, you know, if it's, like, something that you'll lose 
like all if it's not something you'll lose like altogether, but it's like certain things you won't be able to taste. You know what I mean? You well, shut your mouth. Yeah. No, um <laughs> but I think they're like, well, we don't what know. you mean is it's gonna be fun and I'll come back really soon, I think. Right. That's exactly That's what, what I mean. mean. Yeah. Well, okay. like what everybody was saying was um oh it's probably because your sinuses are stopped up and i'm like no i've had that happen a bunch of times i am somebody who's on like three allergy medicines and still mm -hmm. suffer from normal amount of allergies after those and i'm like this is not that like this is gone like i can take yeah. like there's just nothing it's nothing i can't smell cigarette smoke like that's a strong smell you can't wow. smell alcohol whether it's rubbing or whether it's like liquor you can't smell i can't smell lysol i keep forgetting to brush my teeth because i can't taste my mouth yeah you can't taste your mouth oh. and um it feels like there's just random blobs in your mouth and like i'm not eating as much anymore i'm like i'm full now <laughs> this tastes i pretty much just be drinking strictly broth you know it's like this tastes like, like salty paper that's okay yeah but oh also, no like um you couldn't drink gin because it was so bitter um i couldn't smell and taste coffee which let me tell you there's a lot of things i can oh, get by no. with in this life <laughs> that is not one of them no. and um oh. so we everybody's like oh it's probably because your sinuses once they clear up no it's like it affects like the neurons that mm. so they're like we don't know if it does this to stop it from going to your brain we don't know if it's permanent damage. We don't know if it affects you neurologically. And then they're like, well, 80% of the people that lose taste and smell recover better. I so mean, that's good. Yeah. But like, I mean, we're just like, one day you'll feel good. And the next day it's like, oh, I picked up this moderately heavy thing. I'm out of breath. I might pass out. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It like zaps all your energy. Yeah, like I have to put my head down now because everything hurts and my head is spinning. Oh no. Right now? No, not right now. Oh. Oh, okay, good. But, but still. Yeah, so we had um had to go through all of that and shit. And for those who don't know, who are nosy, this is pre-recorded. <laughs> so when you heard it come out Friday, we were sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But we recorded it before we got sick. I'm just saying, some people are saying things. I'm hearing things. But whatever. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Anyway, what we've gathered here today for is because um, while we've been sick, we were like, we might as well not infect anybody else. So let's go to like graveyards and really like molder and scully this shit up. Yeah. But there's not, a, you know, dead, you can't infect dead people. So we Well, you have, you know, corona confusion. Right. They gave us we had two weeks off. Um they made us take two They weeks made off. us take two weeks off. And now there were some yeah. days where it's like you'd feel better and then you'd feel like shit. But I've felt worse. I've gone to work and felt worse than I did when I had this. But that's not to say that it didn't like wipe me out. And mm -hmm. and I'm lucky. I'm think I'm fortunate. I think we're both fortunate. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we don't know the long-term side effects, but, um, you know, this shit's real. It's still going around. This shit is real. <laughs> yeah. um, so wear your masks. Um, I see a lot of people like that must have think it's gone away, but no. Um, because even, you know, it takes a while, some time for this, you know, symptoms to set in. So even if you feel fine, 
you can still spread it to somebody else. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's really important to be super vigilant. And even if you think you don't have it, even if you're not, you know, quote unquote, think you're, you know, immunocompromised or one of the people who's more vulnerable, which you should be doing it for them anyway. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot we don't know. And, um, you know, do your own research. Like, you know, stop listening to shit that's telling you. Mostly your president. Yeah. Don't listen. Yeah. But yeah, like what, I mean, what, it's just, I don't understand like how the, the people are like, I can't, I'm not going to wear a fucking mask and I'm going to fight for my right to not wear a mask. Like just stop being such a fucking bitch and wear the goddamn mask at worst you're wearing a mask like everybody else. Like, what are you trying to prove? Like, I'm sorry you think it's a liberal conspiracy, but like, we're not okay. Like, we've not gone down in cases at all. So the people that think, oh, well, it's done now or blah, blah, blah. Like, no, these spiking cases have nothing to do with protest. Has everything to do with your fucking asses wanting Applebee's and fucking chilies and the beach and your haircut so you can look like Karen again and talk to somebody's manager, like go fuck yourself. Like that's why there's spikes and just wear your mask. Just don't be yeah. a cunt. Just wear your fucking mask. And yeah. stop wearing gloves and just wash your hands. And like now I'm wearing a mask and people look at me like, oh, this guy's still wearing a mask. I'm fucking contagious. Well, I'm yeah. not anymore supposedly, but I'm- I- We don't know. <laughs> it's not studied. We just right. got this one. It's brand new. Nobody knows how it right. works yet. Nobody's doing this. Yeah. Um, this virus isn't even a year old yet. We have, we know almost nothing about it. And they want to look know? for, they want to look for antibodies in me. And I'm like, we don't know. And just because you have antibodies doesn't mean that it's not going to evolve again. Um, right. That's what viruses do. They mutate. Right. There's a reason they're, they're still. exceptional at it. Yeah. Yeah. We are actually not good at evolving. <laughs> um, no. So, <laughs> but. We sh- we're shit at it. Yeah. So um, as opposed to we've been on our soapbox but you know what it's not even so it's called common sense like just fucking just fucking quit just quit but yeah um near the end of our quarantine um we started feeling better so when it was up we were like let's do some adventures when we are about five days without symptoms right um because like the symptoms they're worried about are fever and all this other stuff and we had gone a few days without that and we're telling them like we're good but you know you still have to follow the rule and then they were like changing our dates so we eventually got back to work which is great and we're lucky that we got paid for it it was a really rough and stressful time so we um i didn't send out any decals i know that's a very very rare and like almost impossible way to catch it is through the mail and not only would i spray the shit out of it i just didn't send off anything because i was like i don't want to send people on patreon the decals and um and just have be that like one percent chance, of, right? You know, yeah. 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 right. And so, if you're show. if you're waiting on decals, they're coming, because um, we had the Rona, and we weren't going to be like, guess who's sick with Rona? Please pray for us. Um, ignore all the other stuff that's going on. No, like I, when we recorded the podcast blackout, I don't remember if I said it, but like I was. <laughs> I'm the, pretty sure you said it. <laughs> yeah, um, because like I think people need to know too. Like we've we've been trying to keep up with our social media, but we've had a lot going on. Everybody mm-hmm. has. Um, mm-hmm. And we, and we try, but we don't want to be absent and we don't want to be silent. 
but you know, there's, there's a lot trying to get back with life and we're not the only ones just with the virus stamp. That's not even considering all the protests and the police brutality and everything else that's going on. So, um, like I said, just keep up the momentum. We're trying to do it. We're going to get back to releasing this shit, but we're not going to shut up. We never shut up. That's what I always do. And I never shut up, but we actually, so near the end, we were like, what can we go do that doesn't involve people? Because even though they were like, you're good, we're like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so we were being cautious for the sake of, you know, being safe. And um, so we were like, let's go. We checked out graveyards and then. Um, Old abandoned graveyards and fields. Right. So we did, we did a driving day where it was like, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to drive around. And there was a couple graveyards we found on maps that were like hidden in the woods. Kind of like the one you took us to. Mm-hmm. Where it's like this is on private property now. So we like the pioneer one. Yes. Yeah. The one that was like in, in behind a neighborhood on a dairy farm way in the back. Ooh. And we're like, we don't want to get out and then have people ask questions and walk across this field. We so, can't park in anybody's driveway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We don't want to talk to anybody. We just want to see stuff, which we'll have to talk about. We drove through this, the one graveyard and it was dark. Nobody was out. Um, and that windmill was moving the little wind, the pinwheel. Oh yeah. Um, so we're driving and I've got the EMF meter out the window and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, no. I'm sorry. That's pitiful. <laughs> it is. And we were, we were going to get out, but we were like, so we're driving right. around getting a feel and I'm like, nothing's happening. I'm just going to put my EMF meter out the door just to see what happens. And we're driving and I'm like, um, there's a pinwheel that we just passed that's fucking spinning like crazy. And we're not driving more than like two miles an hour. No. So we back up, you back up and stop the car and we look and it's at a dead stop and it's on a kid's grave at the end of the, like the road. So oh, we wow. get, I've got a video. It's 10 minutes long. I'll post like, I think I can post like the first couple minutes, but, um, the wind wasn't blowing that hard and it was spinning so fast and then it would come to a dead stop. It like, wouldn't no slow, down. slow down. And then it would change directions. And we so we talked to, I think it was Eugene was his name. Or Gene. I think it was just Gene. Yeah. Glenn. Okay. Fuck, it's Glenn. I'm sorry, kid. Like, I keep getting his name wrong. But it's Corona like, confusion. We're sorry, Glenn. Yes. <laughs> so there was a, um, that's part of a child's graveyard. Okay. And somebody had taken that pinwheel and put it out. And some people had put out other pinwheels on the other kids' graves. Those never moved. No. And there, really? was, some, there was some wind, but like in this video, it's like flying. Like it looks like it's going to like throw itself out of the ground. And then it just stops. And then like there's even pictures of like the grass, like in the video, I'm like the grass isn't moving. And the EMF meter didn't pick up anything. So that's cool. And like, we're like, oh, we spent about 10 minutes with him. And then we walked around for like another 10, just in that little section. We're like, okay, well, let's go. We don't want to get in trouble. So how did we find out? We were looking for like, what are the things around here that are haunted that we can look at that's not outside. I mean, that's outside that doesn't involve people. That's like abandoned. So we found this place. You found it or you heard about it from some, yeah. one of your friends. Yeah, I heard about it from a coworker a long time ago, and I thought it sounded so interesting. And she was like, 
I don't know, very like straight laced, like grown ass woman type person. And she was telling me about how creepy it was. Hmm. Well, it's called the Chapel of Rest. And it's a church that is actually open to the public during daylight hours every day. Okay. So it says, and there's like an old cemetery there and it's protected and it's all that. They house, um, they do concerts, they do ceremonies at times. So we're like, we'll drive Caldwell up. County? Hmm? Lenore? Lenore Caldwell County? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Happy so, Valley. Happy Valley, which everything's mm-hmm. happy in Happy Valley. Um, so stop asking questions. <laughs> Why are you asking questions? So we drive up there and the gates are locked. And it's like middle of the day. We're like, wait a minute. This says it's supposed to be open. Maybe due to everything, they're not like open, but there's no people up there and we're like well if we go up there and there's people we just won't look at it you know it's outside Mm -hmm. but it's supposedly the church is open when it's Mm -hmm. open it's posted in two places open daylight hours so so the gate was locked and we're like shit we'll call them blah blah blah. so a couple days later um we were just driving up and the fucking gate was open this time Mm. but we're like fuck let's go in yeah. And so we drove up and we we're like, it's okay. Like a big hill, like a long driveway. Got me a big hill. <laughs> but we were like, okay, if we get up there um, and there's like people touring it or something, like we'll come back or we're not. Because again, we were at the end of the quarantine, but we're not going to like hang risk out it and possibly put somebody else in. Yeah. We're not so entitled to our amusement that we think that somebody else should be in danger. Exactly. Um, so we go up, there's nobody up there. It's a long little gravel driveway and it's kind of on the mountain and it says, please come join us and like meditate and enjoy the views of happy Valley. And it's really well kept. It's very pretty. Um, pristinely manicured grounds. Yes. Very. And, um, so we're looking around, we go in the church. It's so hot in there. We check it out and we'll get to all the stories and shit in a minute. Um, And it's really cool. There's kind of like a very quiet vibe in there. Like, I don't know. What what did you feel from it? Because I felt like it's kind of quiet, but I feel like just under the surface, if you like did enough, like you might stir up some energy, but it felt pretty like mundane at that time. But it was middle of the day. It felt like a church. Absolutely felt like a church. Right, which I've not been in a church in a long time. Twice in one (laughs) And so, yeah, but actually being a church was the first time in a long time. And I had the EMF meter, didn't catch anything, checked it out, lots of wasps. <laughs> um, like the bug kind. Yeah, the stingy boys. And there was a lizard that, like, when we walked up to the door, a lizard ran under the door and was hanging out in the church. I don't know if that was the devil, but I'd like to think so. Um <laughs> So we go around back where the graveyard is. It's like stone wall. Open up the gates, which is the coolest gate I've seen. It's like this wooden gate. And it's got like this. Heavy wooden gate. Yeah, it's got like this iron like clasp that like flips over the top. Mm -hmm. Creak when it opens. So we were hanging out there. Um, Maybe we've got some graveyard dirt. But um, from in the area, not from anybody. Mm -hmm. And it's a very well manicured graveyard. 
Um, too well, in fact. Too well. There's some odd feelings because behind the wall, we found some stuff. But um, <laughs> so we're looking around and uh, like some of these are like 1900s, you know, and I think the latest buried there was 2001. And okay. that's really recent for like the age of this church. Right. Well, this church I mean, has a it's very about eighty plots, maybe. It's just a small. I don't even know if there's eighty. No, fifty would be a lot. Okay, for it. yeah. Like one, two. There's probably thirty in there, maybe. Because wow. uh, I, I went out, actually, I went out and looked it up, and it said that it was like first built in eighteen eighty-seven, and then it burned in nineteen sixteen. Okay. Oh yeah, and, then they, oh. and they reconstructed it in 1917. Oh yeah, well, so I'm like, we're we're talking about it, and I was like, oh, what are we gonna do? Like, there was a chupacabra sighting in North Carolina. I want to talk about that, but I'm like, let's just talk about for right now the chapel arrest. And I was like, I'll just read like the history we found and what we thought was weird about it. And then okay. I was like, looking at it, and I was like, let me ask our friend Heather if she can look up anything about articles so here's the story because the internet is the internet's a place strangely <laughs> void of any details right so here let's let's get into the story that we came across and okay. it says um this is on carolina's unknown facebook page from 2014 okay um i'll start here because it's got like the the most about the story the chapel of rest in caldwell county north carolina after doing a little research on the Lenore area, we came across the story of cha the Chapel of Rest located in Happy Valley, North Carolina. The story that has been circulating throughout websites featuring haunted places in North Carolina is what made us interested in this church. Story has it that in the early 20s, the preacher of the church caught his wife cheating on him. He mm. was so distraught about the affair that he hanged, they said hung himself, but it's hanged himself, English. Um, that's like the only thing I learned from English class. Um, <laughs> he was so distraught about the affair that he hanged himself from the rafter above the front pew that Saturday night. The congregation found him hanging there when they opened the church the next morning, which would be Sunday. I'll talk about that later. Um, okay. The story continues on to say that his blood stain is still on the floor below where he hung him, hanged himself. And the Bible on the pulpit is supposed to tell you the exact date and how you will die. There was no Bible in there. Mm. Um, oh, I felt a little ripped off. Right. We did get a pamphlet. Um, the Chapel of Rest has its own unique story without a paranormal twist as well. In 1887, Samuel Lagerwood Patterson deeded the plot of land that surrounded his own family graveyard to the Episcopal Diocese of Western North Carolina so that the graves would be preserved. He also mm. gave land adjacent to the graveyard to the diocese so that the school could be built or a school could be built. The Chapel of Rest was built that same year. One of the most impressive graves in the cemetery is that of Confederate General Colette Leventhrope. He was a British officer who had come to America for extended holiday. He found his way to Asheville, North Carolina, where he met his wife, Lucina Bryan. She was the daughter of General Edmund Bryan of Ruffton, North Carolina. Now it's Rutherford 10, but if you're from Rutherford 10. It's Ruffton. Hmm. Okay. Just telling you people, like, Cherryville is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. In 1849, Leventhrope was granted U.S. citizenship. 
when the South seceded, as they want to do, he <laughs> offered his military experience to North Carolina. He was the only North Carolina Confederacy's English-born soldier to hold the rank of Brigadier General. I'm sure his family was so proud. Brigadier? Brigadier. I'm, I am drunk. It's all good. <laughs> I'm doing good this time. Um, the original chapel burned to the ground in 1916. It was mm. reconstructed under the direction of the Patterson School's headmaster, Reverend Hugh A. Dobbin. In 2002, the chapel was fully restored to its original state before the fire. Is that the motherfucker that hanged himself? They don't say. We couldn't find a name. Anywhere. The chapel is open every day during daylight hours. Anyone can walk right in and look around. The building is monitored by motion sensing, blah, 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 motion censored cameras, which it is. Mm-hmm. Right away, we started to place pieces of the paranormal story to things in the church. There was a large reddish brown stain beside the front pew. Got a picture of it. <laughs> oh. it. It was right overhead of a rafter as well. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say something? I said we got a picture of it. Did you breathe real hard? No, I looked away actually from the microphone. Because I just heard <sighs> in the f- uh, uh, in my speakers. Okay, that was not me. No, I'm okay. so far back from the speaker right now. Okay. Yeah, okay. that wasn't us. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> have fun. Um, <laughs> so it says, uh, let's see, uh, there were no marks on the rafters that looked like a rope or anything else was hung there. They were freshly painted and kept up. The stain on the floor was indented. You could see where someone had tried to clean it up unsuccessfully. It does look like somebody tried to scrub that up. Very true. We can't say for sure if the stain is from blood or just a burn mark, though. We searched the building over and couldn't find a Bible anywhere. The Bible story is obviously embellishment to make the location seem more scary. The cemetery is directly behind the chapel and surrounded by a rock fence. The whole presence is like stepping back into a simpler time. Sure. The graves are from as early as 1800s to mid 1900s. So this is somebody's post that they had gone there and they wrote about. And then this is from the place of scary dash haunted places. This is haunted places of usa.blogspot.com. And it's a very quick paragraph. It says in early 1900s, the present preacher had caught his wife cheating on him and couldn't deal with the grief. So that coming Saturday, he decided to commit suicide by slitting his wrists. And again, this is a different part of the story. Slitting his wrists and hanging himself from the rafters of the front pew. On Sunday morning, the congregation of the church came in to find their preacher dead. To this day, you can go up there and see the blood stain on the floor and the intentions on the indentions on the rafter, along with scratches on the pews from the hard-soled shoes he was wearing. Okay, there was no scratches on the pews. Um, And he would have to be very, it would have to have been a long rope. Um, at night, people say you can see him swinging and there is a Bible at the podium that will tell you when, where, and how you would die. So here's what I came to think at first, because we, we had Heather, I had Heather look it up today and we looked it up before now. Um, Mm -hmm. we didn't see that name in the graveyard, uh, of like a preacher or something. And when you look at the the history on the website, you'll find something similar to what Heather found. And that's a large gap of missing information. So um, we saw the stain. We'll post our pictures up on our Instagram and Twitter. Um, 
I didn't see any indentions in the rafters, no scratches on the pew. You actually sat in the front pew for a minute. I did. Um, while I like, and we both sat there and it was hot and humid. Um, mm-hmm. And here's what I, here's, here was our opinion. We were thinking, okay, if something's going on in the graveyard because there's some headstones that are broken that are behind the wall and there's other headstones in the graveyard that are like, repaired you know how when you see those old headstones where they're like there's a chunk taken out of them but they've been like Mm -hmm. re like attached either with like wood planks or rebar or something Mm -hmm. yeah there was a broken piece back there some pieces look like slate but one of them definitely had old carvings into it oh and then there was a child's headstone that was laying on top of the wall like one of the, like the more modern like diamond shaped ones, and then it was yeah. like the base was over the wall, and so we're trying to think, well, if they're redoing these, why are they back behind the wall? Where are the graves for these people? And it didn't look like they had replaced them with anything updated. There's nothing hmm. really updated in there. No, but everything, like I said, was like pristinely manicured. It was like they got rid of anything that looked not pretty, not beautiful, like anything that you wouldn't want pictures of on your wedding day or something. Right. And so we're thinking, is this, you even said, you're like, maybe nobody wants to see this infant that died headstone and they removed it um, because that's a a buzzkill. But I know that people have said they go there because like there's that Confederate British dick who died. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm all for like respecting cemeteries. I'm all for respecting the dead, but like, (laughs) fuck the confederates like right like yeah i mean come on but anyway so but like there's not a lot like it's not one of those cemeteries that has like the fucking like confederate flag bullshit everywhere you know like it's, it's almost like a movie set it's too clean it, yeah it's just a little bit too polished it's too much like you know how there's crooked headstones and shit mm-hmm. in graveyards especially that old these are all like, even if they're worn down and they're all pretty straight. Yeah. It's they have hmm. gone in there. It's like a simulation. It's not it is has this real no life feeling. Like there's there's no hit of anything there. So huh. yeah, we didn't get I didn't get any hits on the EMF reader. We found a nest of baby birds <laughs> in the back, <laughs> which is like light. They were very big. They were it's time to get out of the nest. They yes. were too big. They're freeloading <laughs> at this point. Um but here's the thing is this, this chapel arrest makes money off of like for the upkeep, I'm sure. Cause their pamphlet that we grabbed off the table, let's not mention the first fan you grabbed. Like, you know, there's this old school, like church paper, fans, church fans. Yeah. Um, was the number three. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like waving yourself and there's a lizard in there. There's a moth in there. Lots of wasps. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pamphlet is like, Oh, for $70, you can like sponsor a brick because there were bricks out back with like people's names on them. You mm-hmm. can like um, sponsor a pew or a window. So, like, obviously, they have people donating money. And, like, as much as I think churches are bullshit and religion is bullshit, it's a very pretty church. I think there's something to preserving that history, not mm-hmm. Confederate bullshit, just saying. I'm all for mm-hmm. taking the statues down because. Same, that's, a whole yeah. other, that's a whole other thing but like the church is not being used for church shit um mm-hmm. 
And it's like, it's just cool. And they leave it open for the public and they have cameras on it. Everything's taken care, well care of. People could go up there and vandalize it. They would probably get caught on the cameras. But like, it's just, it's one of those rare things that you see. Like there's churches out here that lock it during like a crisis. So homeless people can't sleep in there. Like this yeah. place is just open. And I'm not saying that it's like open to the homeless. I'm just saying, how often do you find a church unlocked that just lets you go in there? There's something really eerie about the place. And that is definitely part of it. So when you go to their website, which you can go to yourself, it's called chapelofrest.org. We won't talk yep. about That's actually where I'm at right now. They've got a timeline of events and stuff up there. Yep. So chapel arrest is actually like a funerary term. Mm -hmm. as well and i think the cemeteries like they said came first and then the chest yes. so, when so they, the graves probably predate because it was a family plot first right, right? yes yeah none of the graves that they left mark oh suspicion so <laughs> they list 1887 samuel lagerwood patterson deeded a plot like we said he also deeded 1400 acres of adjacent land to the diocese for a school the Chapel of Rest was built that same year. That's 1887. 1916, the Chapel of Rest burned to the ground. And that's a pig, that's a little jump and was reconstructed in 1917 under the direction of Reverend Hugh A. Dobbin, Episcopal mm -hmm. minister at the Chapel of Rest. Is this the dude that killed himself? We don't know. 1977, so. We go six, from 1917 to 19. Years. Yeah. Is my math good? Why do I always have to do math on hex files? And I'm drunk. Well, like the last date they mention any history for it, even though it's under 1916, is actually 1917. So, 60 years. So Six the chapel, decades. yeah, in 1977, nothing happened. Stop asking about it. The chapel, <laughs> the chapel was released to the Chapel of Rest Cemetery Company in 1984, a year before I was born. The Chapel of Rest per Preservation Society was created and acquired lease to the chapel. 2002. That's a big jump. The chapel yeah. was fully restored and an architecturally appropriate breezeway and bathroom were added. In the breezeway was where the baby burbs were. No. 2005, the chapel was placed on the National Register of Historic Places. 2008, a new driveway was created for greater safety entering and exiting the chapel. Thank you for adding that. It was full of courts. 2009, that nobody grabbed a piece of. At all. The chapel and grounds were purchased by the <laughs> Chapel of Rest Preservation Society from the Patterson School Foundation. 2016, the chapel was placed under protective covenant with Preservation North Carolina. Now, so Heather's like, okay, I'll find some stuff for you. She found the article about the one, about when it burned. Okay. This is from the Lenore News, 18, <laughs> February 18th, 1916. It was a Friday. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Beautiful chapel of rest destroyed by fire last Monday. Only seats, books, and some other furniture saved. School will rebuild just as soon as possible. The chapel of rest, the beautiful church edifice at Patterson School in Happy Valley was completely destroyed by fire Monday afternoon. The building was a total loss, however. The seats, some books and songbooks, and some other furniture were saved from the building before the roof tumbled in. The mm. of the fire seems to have been from a spark or stove flue. 
the boys had been instructed remove the holly Christmas decorations from the church when the building caught on fire. And before it was discovered and help could be called, the fire had gained such headway that it was impossible to save the building. Since it was impossible to save the building, attention was directed to saving some of the interior decorations, furniture, and other things that could be carried out quickly. By the heroic work of willing hands and seats, or <laughs> by willing hands, the seats, altar furniture, stove, yeah, save the stove, and books were carried out of the building to a place of safety. There was no insurance on the building because act of God, right? He <laughs> burned it for the insurance money. Let's get insurance on it. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, you were supposed to get the insurance policy. Here's a question. In 1817, did they not spell insurance with an I? Because there's no I on this word. It's just insurance, like in sync. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this chapel was one of the most beautiful little churches in the country. It was built about 30 years ago. Now remember... <laughs> This was 1916, so 30 years prior, which would have been the 1887, right? Yeah. Through the generosity of Mr. S.L. Patterson, Mr. R.T. Lenore, and a number of other people of the Valley. We saw some Lenore graves in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Under the plans and direction of Reverend Mr. Oitel, who at the same, who at that time was located in the Valley. The inside okay. of the church was very beautifully finished, unique in design and material. And it will almost be impossible to replace it. But they did. The It being the only church in the immediate neighborhood, it is hoped that the authorities and the people will get together immediately and have another building erected. The following statement has been issued by Reverend Hugh A. Dobbid, principal of the Patterson School. To the friends of the Happy Valley, on Monday, February 14th, oh. While school boys were scattered over the Patterson farm at work, the distressing news was received that the Chapel of Rest was on fire, which accidentally caught from the stove flu. Don't ask any more questions. We and the people of the neighborhood rushed to the scene but saw no chance of saving it. By faithful perseverance of altar furniture, God, they love this furniture. Chancel windows, stove, prayer books, and hymnals were saved. Woo chale! This church was a home and a comfort to the neighborhood, as there are no other churches within three miles. Because that's, we need more churches. That's fucking far in the south. Especially before we have, you know, cars and stuff like that. Vehicles? Yes. The people of the neighborhood and the school have no appropriate and convenient place for worship. Where did Jesus go? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it is our purpose to rebuild on the same site, C-I-T-E, and as nearly like the original as we can in memory of Mr. and Mrs. Patterson as soon as possible. Your prayers and contributions are solicited. Please, God, give us money. Faithfully yours, Hugh A. Dobbin, um, and that's that. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. Obviously, there's an article about the fire. But because we never saw anything about some dude killing himself, some preacher mm-hmm. hang, hanged himself in the church, there's, in a small town, you're going to have news about that, right? If you're not covering it up. Right. Because she did find this from July 14th, 1916. Now this, 
Huh. February, right about the time they stopped keeping records. March, April, May, j- j- four or five months after it burned. To the date. Because it said February 14th. Mm-hmm. July 14th. Okay. Maybe there should have been a trigger warning in this before. But I'm definitely putting one in here now. This is a suicide. It's not the preacher, but it can, it's a little graphic. So, oh, okay. This is Calvin Cowles of Yadkin Valley, a suicide. That's the headline. And this is from the Lenore News. This is all who's reporting on this small little church. Calvin H. Cowles ended his own life at the Cowles home, Clover Hill, Tuesday morning. A shotgun being used to accomplish the deed with also a razor being used. He had cut two large gashes in his throat. This not bringing the desired result quick enough, he resorted to use the shotgun. With which he blew the entire top of his head off. Oh, God. Sheriff Triplett and Coroner Austin were immediately called to the scene. But as it was a clear case of suicide, no inquest was held. A note in the handwriting of the deceased man was left in the room directed to his younger brother, Joe. Read as follows. Joe, I can't stand it any longer. I'm going to commit suicide. Calvin. He gave no reason for his rash act. The remains were buried Wednesday afternoon at four o'clock in the cemetery at Chapel of Rest. Hmm. So she found that, nothing about a preacher. And then she found this. So I sent her a picture of one of the pictures of the graves we took, which was... Not Calvin's, but it says, because I sent it to her and I was like, we saw that name on one of these headstones. Because like now that we have the name, you know, Mm -hmm. this is Amelia A., wife of A.D. Cowles, October 25th, 1848, died July 4th, 1915. So that's the same name, right? And it says mother. Yeah. Well, this article she found... Like, this is crazy, because we didn't think it was going to go this this far. Um, this is from July 8th, 1915. So okay. the last article about Calvin was July 14th, 1916. Okay. This was a year before, almost to the date. Yeah. Before it burned down. Last Sunday afternoon, Mrs. Amelia A. Cowles, whose headstone that I took a picture of. Mm-hmm. Died at her home, Clover Hill, in the Yadkin Valley after an illness of only a few hours. She retired in her usual health Saturday night and suffered a stroke of apoplexy Sunday morning and death ensued in the afternoon of Sunday. The body was buried Monday at Chapel of Rest at the Patterson School. Reverend H.A. Dobbin conducting the services. Mrs. Cowles has not been enjoying very good health for some months past and she often talked of her approaching death telling the members of the family and others she would not live long seemingly she has had a premonition of her taking off for some time she was about Mm. seven years old and is survived by seven children four sons Messrs. james calvin arthur and joe so Mm -hmm. that's her son a year later they killed himself and three daughters, Madams C.F. Hartley of Elkville, V.E. Ballou of Jefferson, and Lloyd Steele of Charlotte. Mrs. Mm. Cowles was a daughter of the late Colonel James C. Horton of this country and her brother, Mr. Dixon Horton of Montana, and her sister, 
Mrs. A. F. Hoek, which we saw that name too, mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Yadkin Valley both survive her. And so that might not sound weird to like y'all, but it sounds weird to us because Heather looked and looked and looked in other counties. She said that the only thing she finds after 19, like 20. Yeah was 1985 when there was like the preservation um thing that started up huh. the conservancy <laughs> of the church <laughs> so there's no record of what happened in that church from the 20s now the story the lore is that the preacher killed himself in the 20s but nobody has that's really odd though because you'd still have like funeral announcements right Mm-hmm. and so, you'd still have wedding announcements and saying such and such and such and such will be married at you know the chapel of rest or whatever right so I have a or so and so passed away on this date he survived by such and such and such and such and such and such the viewing will be held at you know right. the chapel of rest on this date you know what i mean yeah and so in the 80s that's really odd that there's no there's nothing and then the full restoration didn't happen until the 2000s. It was rebuilt a year later. Was it abandoned? Here's what... Well, it could have been abandoned, like, the whole time. Well, here's my theory. Okay. This is what I'm wondering. Okay. One, your southern accent is getting real strong, Cricket. Yeah. Two, <laughs> um... I mean, to take credit. Happy it's, Valley. It's, it's all the rum and the wine I've had. It's, <laughs> it's the Happy Valley, y'all. Um, <laughs> So my theory is, okay, on the lesser side of things, it became an urban legend because like, okay, well, a guy committed suicide. He was buried there. He didn't do it there, but he was buried there around the same time. Um, Now, Heather did find uh, stories that while this is being rebuilt, they held church with the same reverend, the Dobbins, in a local store, like, um, I guess, a general store. So they were still holding service. The church was being built. She sent me different articles about like, oh, we can't wait for it to be done, blah, blah, blah. But after when supposed preacher killed himself, like there's nothing. And so my theory is, okay, maybe the church just, it got rebuilt. Mm -hmm. Nothing really happened. And nobody said anything else. I mean, we know that graveyard's been used up until... 2001 i think is the latest burial mm-hmm. and um that's a big jump because like i think before 2001 the latest was 1995 so it's not like this is a big a very big graveyard and so my thinking is okay well maybe people conflated the urban legend with okay there's a stain on the floor after it got rebuilt we don't know what happened it's still there we heard some guy killed himself and people maybe embellish the story but yeah. my other theory is this. There, he, but he did You're kill You're a little tipsy, aren't you? <laughs> but what if he did kill himself? And you talk about a small town that decided they weren't going to announce that the preacher of the only church in town at the time hanged himself because his wife cheated on him. Because one, mm. that's a very blasphemous thing to do that's, by most and if the preacher if the preacher can't keep his wife from right. running around on him but the other <laughs> thing is, it's almost too perfect that yeah it's almost too perfect that he did it a saturday night and the congregation found him sunday morning now we were standing in there those rafters are like 50 feet up 
you have to really like tie a brick to the end of a rope and really want to hang yourself from that rafter. I can't mm. imagine myself getting a rope over that rafter in any less than like, I don't know, 135 tries. But I will say this, there was a big Well, rope. I mean, it, there could have been a there could have been a ladder or something. Well, you know he, what I mean? He, yeah, that's yeah. true. He could have climbed up a ladder. There was a big rope to the bell, the church bell, and I rang it. No. <laughs> um, hail Satan. But <laughs> so here's my two theories. Is either it's a made up story that people conflated with the idea that somebody was buried there around that same time. And then maybe people were whispering about suicide. The place burned down. It got rebuilt. Obviously, the bloodstain was there after the rebuild. And then let's say it didn't get restored until 80s and then fully restored till 2000s. And then people talk like maybe, you know, people thought, I don't remember my grandma saying there was a suicide there. And, you know, it just sounds... Small towns don't forget. Right. But then the story came from somewhere, right? So... Here's my other thought is like, this fucking happened. She couldn't find any death record for him that I know of because she searched that name. Most people would have that. It'd be like, oh, the late great reverend died peacefully. He used to be over this church. Mm-hmm. There's no story about the church. Made stopped. his way to heaven. There's no story about the church not being used anymore. It's just, it got rebuilt. Fast forward. And then there's a conservancy for it. Like, I'm thinking, oh, small town church, fucking dude killed himself. They found it. The story moved on, but they didn't actually like, you know, it was hush hush because mm-hmm. I want to go back and look for his name in the cemetery. I don't remember seeing that name, no. but he's obviously in all these articles. So he was, he's the only one that has been the pastor or preacher of this I, I almost wonder, you know, is he not buried there because he got assigned to a different church? You know what I mean? Because that was not uncommon for them. If you yeah. were a school teacher or a pastor or something like that, sometimes, he, you know, he was considered moved somewhere else. It was weird that he was considered like the principal of that school. And the school was the one that was like alongside it while it was being built. And then it burned down, they rebuilt it, and nobody else is mentioned. And then it's just, oh, we're gonna conserve this and we're gonna reopen it and restore it. So from 1920s to the 19, like 77, like nothing gets talked about this place. She said a couple other counties adjacent reference the church, but there's nothing of like value that's mentioned. So mm. I have no idea why there's a gap so long in history of this church. You would think it got could shut there, down. Could there have been another fire or like a loss of records or something like that? Yeah. Like they're sitting in somebody's small town attic oh. or something like that or why would you if keep, there was a, a fire or something like that you know why would you keep a church going after the preacher killed himself and the congregation found his body and his blood still on the floor like to me mm-hmm. i want to believe <laughs> like, to me, it's like oh, oh my god bobby get that body down we're not telling nobody don't you tell a word don't you say a word let's just leave this church leave this church and bury him out back with that broken headstone which is probably his and throw it over the wall no 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 no. i don't think they would have buried him in the cemetery at all where you like if he if he can look under the church if he committed suicide and you know they would have buried him like 
at a crossroads or something like that or somewhere unmarked. <laughs> Cricket, you are so country right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't never heard you. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we had a little trouble getting the computer up, but it's up. Bobby, like my work here is done. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, go go, preacher, preacher, Dobbins, go to the church. Cut the preacher down, if I. <laughs> yeah. Eugene, get out there and scrub that blood off this floor. <laughs> and then nobody, they couldn't get the blood up and they just left it. There was like a whole ass indention in the floor, in the stain. They scrubbed it hard. But all I'm saying is. Like they granny scrubbed that shit. If mm. it didn't happen, why wouldn't there just be normal blah, blah, blah articles written about it, right? Maybe nothing mm. happened. Maybe it wasn't important enough and it eventually died out in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Who but you just that? didn't talk about some things back then. Yeah. But yeah. then. Or ever. Would it not also be reasonable to think if you had a small town church with a small town preacher that's been there the whole time, hanged himself, like you could probably not mention it until the only newspaper that you have that's reporting on this, the Lenore News, don't fucking talk about it but this story came from somewhere and if it's not in any historical records and i know there's urban legends but it's just where'd this story come from she found there was a book written about the place but she couldn't find anything in the book about it so we'll keep mm. looking if we see anything if you guys know any more than we do which is very <laughs> likely um let us know and i don't know it's crazy um what do you guys think my, those are my two theories, and I'm I'm hoping that it's the later, the latter, the <laughs> later. I'm hoping that he actually did hang hanged himself, and I'm hoping that's his blood because that makes for a better story. But then is the story too tidy? That place um, is too tidy. I'll tell you that. That place is too tidy. And why are the birds? Why are the baby birds still in that nest when they're too big for it? <laughs> something's not right. Like I don't think it's the thing that we don't think is right, but something's not right there. I say we go back at night and let the gates close and we hide in the cemetery um, and we're going to send Brett Manning, our Phalian buddy, in her gift. That's why I got some of the graveyard dirts was to send Brett too. But I'm mm -hmm. keeping some. It's mostly mud, but it probably dried out by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, clay. You can just make a little yeah. man. A little man. And where's your God now? And where's that Bible at? Yeah. There was no Bible in there. We I was promised a Bible. We looked in every and yeah. some of those doorknobs, like those are cool doorknobs. Yeah. I would take those. Hands down, some of the coolest doorknobs I've ever seen. Hands down. Got pictures yeah. of them. I'll post them. Please. Um, so what do you think, Cricket? In your most country Yadkin Valley. <laughs> I I almost wonder if the records and stuff like that have been kind of lost and they're like up in somebody's attic or something like that you know what i mean yeah or so, in the ground under a body i mean <laughs> you never know <laughs> is there a um, chance that nothing actually happened in 60 years there is a chance that nobody that people forgot about god for 60 years in rural yeah, okay. north carolina <laughs> oh 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 i'm way. oh 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 <laughs> i saw i saw bigfoot tonight <gasps> what yeah so on the way here i needed gas and i pulled off at this one exit 
and I got gas and I was like, oh shit, there's a Bigfoot. Of course, it was a cutout, like a plywood cutout. And like, <laughs> usually you see those around here in certain yeah. places in the mountains, but it was yeah. big, but they had a mask on them. And I'm like, I see you. Bigfoot wears a mask, so can you fucking Karen. That's right. And Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. But, okay, what do you think, Tamara? I already know what you think. You think there's a big cover-up. Of Chapel Rest yeah. or Bigfoot? No, Bigfoot. We know Momo's real. <laughs> I, I don't, it feels like somebody's on the take. Somebody has something to hide there. There's some, Something's not right. Shit does not add up there. We got real. All. So all I'm going to say is that we were drinking. We were talking about somewhere in the Appalachian Mountains. And we got mm. real fucking country talking about gossip and shit. <laughs> Preacher Dobbins, we know he hanged himself. And I want to know who she was sleeping around with. Um, I always sound like this. I know you do. Preacher <laughs> <laughs> <Drink> don't. <laughs> it comes out sometimes when when a drink, okay? It's, it's either that or I slip into, like, New Jersey. Don't. That, yeah, you got to pick. You got to pick each side. <laughs> I'm the Jersey Devil. I fuck Captain Kidd. That's like, <laughs> I don't even know what accent that is. But I do know. Does he know me neither? Yeah, when we talk about Jersey Devil <laughs> in Jersey, when we talk about preachers hanging themselves in a small, sleepy country, mountain town. It's so pretty up there. Though. It is. We'll take mm -hmm. you. It's so pretty. Please, I want to go. And I think that's part of why I'm just like, I don't really know because... Well, I haven't been up there. I haven't really been able to assess. Trigger warning. <laughs> you have to do a trigger warning before. Oh. Um, <laughs> trigger conclusion. This is big. Triggering. <laughs> uh, an assumption of events that happened at Chapel of Rest. It sounds more like the Chapel of Unrest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Come on. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm going to name it, too. Yeah. That's what I'm going to name this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening this has been another extra long hex files <laughs> are there any gremlins in the closet are there any gremlins in the um altar cabinet are there anybody in the kitchen well somebody's breathing on the mic so still because i've heard i heard it a couple of times <sighs> while you were talking can you hear this <sighs> yes i can hear that okay is that the sound Mm -mm. But I'm leaning no. real close to it, and I'm not. This is more than I'm been leaning this whole time. Weirdly hmm. leaning close. To so it. you haven't heard me breathing. It's not That's me. Weird. I ain't got no breath for you. <laughs> That's a ghost. That's very much a ghost. That's wild, and it must have come <laughs> from your end too. Otherwise, I wouldn't have heard it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Last night I heard a cat jump on the counter. Yeah. Ghost cat? Yeah, I don't have one. You have ghost cats. Yeah. But you don't have a real, a lot, a live cat. A You're li right. Living cat. Physical cat? Well, we still have to do movie night. Everything mm -hmm. pushed back, but we're doing it. Don't you fret. And we're going to do a spooky haunted night here, sleepover, <laughs> in all the haunted closets. How about six minutes in hell in the <laughs> closet we heard the growling from? And it, you don't even have to kiss nobody, just sitting there in the dark by yourself. I almost wonder if we could try like the Estes method or something like that in that closet. Who's that? Who's 
So that's where they take the spirit box, and uh, yes. that's what they do on Hellier. And they actually yeah, use the thought. headphones I, and the blind phone, that's what the I thought. and stuff. Um, can we get Carl? Carl? <laughs> um, but I want some night. We'll do it. So we have to get yeah. to 100 Patreons, patrons, though. We're a little bit of a way from that. So go sign up. Donate. Get your decals. We got some cool stuff coming. Is it shirts? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Give us time. We, we've been sick. Can I think? Can I think? Can you let me think? <laughs> Can I think? But maybe pins. Probably pins. Um, Probably pins. So again, you can also, you still get all the perks if you donate for just a month. But at that same, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. And if you listen to Patreon, I'm setting really high standards and goals for myself. I'm going to have the very first hex files that me and Tamara recorded. Too drunk. It's delightful. It's too drunk. <laughs> you heard Hex Files 1. Imagine that, but like extra drinks. And we recorded oh, it and we listened it back and I listened it back. <laughs> and I was like, this is not fit for human consumption. Oh, Lord. But I'm going to release it on Patreon as a bonus. And um, you're going to have to pay for that one. Uh, <laughs> Tomorrow's gonna have to pay for it, but yeah, um, I'll, oh, edit no. it. I'll edit it. It's just, it's not bad. It's, it's, we talk about the same Momo stuff, but we are trashed. We are at least <laughs> two more drinks deeper than when we talked about Momo the first time. So we'll release that because we owe you guys an episode. And um, like I said, just bear with us, but it's funny, it's worth it. And then um, next week is familiars. Oh God, I have some research to do. I'll make my uh, familiar do I'm it. I'm gonna do a little bit of research too. I probably won't end up doing a lot because this is a this is a very you thing. I I know like I'll make Ava do the all the basics, work. huh? If you have an episode on familiars, you get your familiar to do all the work. I'll have Ava do all the work. There you go. And nobody's I'm sure she'll love that. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody's gonna get an episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be subliminal messages of like, worship me. And um, <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you to Heather for um, blowing our minds with some of these articles. We appreciate the extra help. It offered us some more insight that we'll have to go back and look at. And um, until next investigation slash other stuff that we do. <laughs> What were we going to say, like, now we're collectively moving the planchette to goodbye? <laughs> oh, nothing that was that worth it, wordy. No way. No, it was um, like, like any good Ouija board session, we're going to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like, like that. And then I'll be like, and like any good Ouija board session, we move the planchette to goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> did you add all that fucking static i put it to my face you did okay yeah, i picked it up so it was probably your beard it wasn't in my beard no you did you rub the microphone on your face <laughs> yeah i usually do <laughs> <laughs> no no not. no but i grabbed it like this and was holding it so it probably was rubbing on stuff but this is what it this is what it sounds like on my face
but it's like it's weird you'll have to i hope it shows up in the replay because it's like after you you said that it went and then cut off and it was silent Um, almost like some really weird like sound editing for a for a can you hear this now yeah it just did it again i think i unplugged the microphone by accident. Oh my god! <laughs> and then it jumped to the it, it jumped to the laptop. Can you hear this? This is my face. Um. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, you guys. Goodbye, Goodbye. from me. Bye. Goodbye from me. Trigger warning. <laughs> Cursed is a bi-weekly podcast produced by Bones McWilliams and Cricket Word. Editing by Bones McWilliams. The theme for Cursed is Voice of the Trees by Sun and Moon Dance. Check them out on Spotify, YouTube, or at sunandmoondance.bandcamp.com. Follow Cursed on Instagram, Twitter, and become a patron at patreon.com slash cursedcast.